Well, okay. Well, all right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. Brought to you by a round cylinder can with uh, tater chips that have been pressed. So they're not like actual tater chips. Can't mention name brand because they're not actual sponsors. We're just not hungry right this second. And if you still don't know what we're talking about, you can turn them opposite one another, stick them in your mouth, and you've got a handy set of duck lips. Duck lips. Wank, wank. And they're delicious. <laughs> so, I am your co-host, the Sasquatch. It was so hard. For some reason, what went through my mind was the man, the myth. I'm like, wait, no, 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 that's not me. That's me. <laughs> and joining me today, as normal, is the man, the myth. I am a myth. The legend. Hmm. We're working towards it. Um, If he gets any better, and this is the truth, if he gets any better at his job, We'll have to put him behind the golden mic at the EIB network. Oh, my goodness, son. The Yeti! Hey, if I get any better, I might actually start collecting a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a lie. (laughs) It'd be nice. (laughs) All right, so we want to talk to you today about something, um, something I think that runs through our podcast, Mm -hmm. but... I don't know if we've actually just stopped and talked about it. And that is chasing truth. That's, chasing truth. That's not a lie. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about trying to think biblically, trying to get people to uh, kind of break out of their their tradition. Yeah. And, and not not tradition is fine. Like we're not we're not anti traditionalist. Uh, but why do you have that tradition? It's rooted well, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, why why is that? And and why are why do we do what we do and say what we say? Mm-hmm. And we react to certain things because we've been trained a certain way, right? And so a lot of what we've tried to do on the podcast is develop, um, that system of thinking. That allows us to be able to go, what is truth? Yeah, yeah. And and how do we use this truth in our everyday life? First thing. Because what's, what good is it if you can't use it? Yeah. It, it's just, you're just knowing something. Yes. So, I and, and that, that, here we go already. But we're, <laughs> we're talking about going from knowledge to wisdom. Right. And I've been preaching through first psalm, I mean psalm, uh, proverb the first proverb and it's talking about wisdom. And one of the things, uh, that I'd heard from somebody else, I wish I could remember what it was now, but that knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Hmm. Wisdom is not putting your tomatoes in your fruit salad, <laughs> right? <laughs> like being able to oh. <laughs> categorize God. things and, and, for both knowledge and wisdom, you need to know truth, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Now, Scripture tells us, Christ tells us that he is the truth, the way, and the life. No man gets to the Father except through him. Truth has a name. His name is Jesus. Therefore, you don't know truth until you know God. And um, 
that's also supported in the first proverb. Pro, one proverb? I, how do you say that? Proverbs I mean, 1. Proverbs 1. You're supposed to be a preacher. Uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to be. You are. <laughs> I'm over here talking about the first proverb. I'm like, that just doesn't sound right. Proverbs 1, I, I guess. We haven't accused you of <clears throat> waxing the elephant. No, 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 no. Um, that's still a hairy elephant. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but, you know, to have fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord. That's where knowledge is. Knowing God and being able to worship him. Now, what is that? Somebody would say, well, there's a lot of sinners out there, uh, lost people who who are smart. Mm-hmm. A lot of good that'll do them. They're still burning hell. I mean, I mean, if you want to boil it down to its to the most basic, yeah, of of um, concepts here, <laughs> a lot of good knowing um, Shakespeare, being able to remember all of Shakespeare. If you die and go to hell, that's it. Right, that that's the that's if I want to pull it out, but it goes further than that as well. Knowing God is how we are able to walk through the world. For example, the the worldview of America used to be fairly Christian. It was heavily, heavily, heavily influenced by Christian thought and Christian doctrine. Okay, now. That allowed us to be able to walk through this, have a society that flourished because wisdom comes from the knowledge of the Lord, and our society worked off of principles that we understood from that that was just taken for granted. Okay. In Christianity, yeah. For example, science comes from the idea that God developed a universe that we could understand through uh, uh, observation. Right. Science. That yeah, developed yeah, into what yeah, we yeah. know today so that we can come up with a vaccine for for a uh, virus in less than a year. Now, taking the vaccine, not taking the vaccine, that's a whole other issue. But, but because of the worldview of Christians, mm-hmm. we were able to do that. That's neglected in the way that people see things now because now they're looking at it through uh, – Postmodern and pagan worldviews. Postmodern worldview says nothing is true. Two plus two is five. Well, how do you come up with a virus? I mean, a, a vaccine for a virus if nothing is set in stone. That's a good point. If nothing is set in stone, how do you how do you function within the world? You can't. Mm-hmm. So they're still taking the worldview of Christianity. The only, way that, to, the only way to, that they can can sustain is by taking from a Christian worldview. Yes. With, without that, it falls apart. Yeah. You wind up being savages. Yeah. You wind up being savages and pagan. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that. Chaos. We know that because, there again, you look at the way they look at the world, and they say that this is a happy accident, that it occurred through... Billions of years of just floating around in space. So if that's the case, what's the difference between me and a rock? 
Well, there really isn't a difference between you and the rock. You're you're both created out of space dust, mm-hmm. right? You're we uh, developed happened through billions of years, and time has just uh, happened to make us, and it happened to make rocks. So there is no difference. Well, if there's no difference, I don't mind taking a hammer to a rock. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't go that far. Oh, you wouldn't. You don't mind taking pliers to a baby's skull. And in that sense, both can be used for whoever's convenience. You yes. Can, you can take a hammer and beat a rock and make something, a piece of art or a tool or an axe anything. head. An axe. Yeah. There you go. You can make anything. You can smash people whenever it's not convenient for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and I think communism and socialism wound up working that out. Back in the day, with Hitler and, and communist uh, Russia, communist China. To all the chaos, um, they happen to take all the chaos and develop somewhat of a system. Yes, yes, they take that system. But that system says people who are inconvenient aren't really people. Yeah. Or are in value. People who don't give a value to me mm-hmm. uh, need to die. Right. And so. You are a waste of space. Yes. Margaret Sanger, who created Planned Parenthood, uh, basically believed that. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people did. A lot of people in America believed that, and still do. Yeah, still do. But life has worked out to where you know now we call uh, communist socialists the bad guys, and so uh, we don't want to admit that. So we change the terminology, and critical race theory, all that's tied into all that, but. Having the knowledge of God is what allows us to be able to look at another human being and go, you're made in the image of God. You have value because God has given you value. Right. Not because you're great. Not because of anything other than God. Just by him simply creating you. Now, we may look at you and wonder, why? (laughs) (laughs) But... Just by your very existence, yeah, God has a purpose and a plan. Yep, yep, yep. And who are we? This and it, and this unfolds all throughout the Bible, through life. Uh, there again, our goal is to chase truth. We want to understand what God has laid out there before us, so that we can bring Him glory. Right. We want to be able to understand. All truth is God's truth. God, Jesus says, I am the truth, mm-hmm. right? So if there is any other truth out there, which, and, and this is semantics, so I'm trying to be careful how I do this, but um, other words, when you hear somebody say, you, you, that's your truth. Well, your truth is a lie. Right. Your truth is insufficient. Your truth leaves uh, you incredibly lacking. God's truth is sufficient. God's truth is full of grace and compassion, which is unavailable through um, any other worldview. There again, back in the day, hospitals were named such and such Baptist hospital, such and such Presbyterian, um, you know, St. John's, Mm -hmm. St. Luke's hospital, those kinds of things. Because the church was the one who realized we need to come up with a system to help the sick. Right. 
Why? Because God gave us truth, and he says that we are not to neglect those who are who are unable to help themselves, right? We should be able to help the sick, the poor, the needy, the vulnerable. We have that responsibility. Mm-hmm. What we've tried to do is give that to the government, which is giving power and responsibility to the government that it does not. That, that God doesn't want it to have. Yeah. Right? We know that we should be taking care of the sick and that kind of thing. And and some of you may be going, well, that sounds kind of socialist, David. No. No. God's given us that responsibility. It's only, it, it comes, it becomes socialist when we expect the government to do it. Well, there again, the government tries to make its way into these yes. different organizations that Christians have started and says, you know what? We'll take that off your hands. We'll, we'll make that. your life easier. You have enough on your plate to handle. Let us handle that. Yeah. And like like we said last week, we said the enemy is post mill. Yes. Yes. Even if we're not. So if we're not going to raise our kids to the glory of God, the enemy will raise your kids to their glory. Yeah. And the, and the enemy wants to raise your children. <laughs> that that's what's so ironic I think is we're watching a generation who wants to give their children away for someone else to raise right and and Christians now and those people who are there saying yes let us do that let us convince your children that God isn't real let us be- let's let's feed the lie that Satan's been feeding mankind for all eternity why or all of time mm-hmm. um why? Because they are children of the devil. Yeah, they're children of the devil. So when the Bible says uh, adultery is wrong, what does the world say? Let Let's create a website that allows you to have adultery. It's mm-hmm. fine. We'll we'll take we'll get rid of no fault divorce. Mm-hmm. What if I get pregnant? We we've got a system to take care of that as well. You're a victim. We can help. Yes, yes, and that creates a laundry list of problems. Yeah, and that there, there again, the world says you've done nothing wrong. You're a victim. Mm-hmm. Where the reality is, you sinned against God. And deserve far worse than what you're getting. Deserve far worse than what you're getting. That's right. Um, and that's there again. We've talked about a handful of times, uh, depression or uh, even if it's not depression, just kind of uh, melancholiness, uh, melancholy, dealing with yeah. stress, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? And we say a big part of that is taking your eyes off of Christ. Yeah. And putting them on yourself. As Christ says, my grace is sufficient. Yes. We serve a mighty God who is wonderful and powerful and is in charge of all this. But when we take our eyes off of him and we say, oh, woe is me. And, you know, there there's something else, too. I don't want to chase this rabbit too far, but that's one of those. Chase it, son. That's one of those sayings that, you know, I've been hearing a lot more and more lately that we, we say things like, we serve a mighty God. Do we? 
I think a lot of us expect him to serve us. Yeah. Because when we talk about, oh, this is the God I serve, we talk about all the great things that he does for us, and he uh-huh. does do great things. Uh-huh. But when we're telling these things, we're talking about how we haven't been doing anything. Yeah. We don't serve. We yeah. want to be served. We want to be served. We want to be served. And he does it. I mean, he served, but... Eat this fruit, it'll make you like God. Yeah. Yeah. Eat this fruit, it'll make you like God. And and and, and that's that's where we're at. We were talking earlier, um, and we kind of got on a, a rant, but two of our biggest issues are pride and faithlessness. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that when we put our faith in Christ, a lot of this stuff goes away. But when we live faithless lives, we we tend to get in trouble. Mm. We tend to. I, I'm 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 told, said earlier. I'm preaching through proverb proverb one right now. And one of the things that, as I'm reading it, it, it talks about wisdom mocking those who who fall into calamity. Uh huh. And that person crying out the wisdom in the moment, and wisdom like, nope, ain't going. Ain't, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to help you out now. You yeah. you've done this. And the thing that jumped into my head is those scenes from movies. A lot of us have experienced them. Um, but those moments to where you're hanging your head on a toilet, vomiting, going, God, if you'll get me through this, I'll never do it again. Yeah. God, if you'll get. The truth is, you put yourself here. Mm-hmm. Mm. God is allowing you to face the consequences of mm-hmm. that. And you will do it again. You will do it again. Because you're only looking at wisdom, at knowledge, at truth, just long enough to get yourself out of this bind. Right. Just long enough to get yourself out of the bind. You're short-sighted. Yeah. And so you'll wind up back in that bind, and it says wisdom mocks you in those moments. Mocks you in those moments. Yeah, that's good. That that's that good. that that while you're you're suffering the the consequences of your foolishness. Mm. Now there again, what is foolishness? Foolishness is a spiritual place to when you are in rebellion against God. Right. So when you're in your foolishness and calamity falls upon you because of your foolishness, that wisdom is there mocking you over it. You're crying out, hey, 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 yeah, I mean, I know you were in the street hollering for me, saying that here I am, uh, 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 come no God, come, you know, wisdom is sitting there crying out for you, telling you to know God, worship God, follow God. And then whenever you find yourself in calamity, that's when you cry out to wisdom. And wisdom is saying, no, not now. I'm a victim. Yeah. I, this is It isn't my fault. Yeah. It's not my fault. I, I, I should have, I shouldn't have drunk that. I mean, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that high in alcohol. I didn't know. I didn't know she was crazy. That, tell me that ain't one. My goodness, that is one. And it's t- yeah, I should have stopped about a six pack ago. I didn't realize I was that buzzed. Yeah. Or or, I mean, how many people who who overdose from mm. drugs? I mean, I mean their their last thoughts. I can't imagine what their last thoughts were, but it has to be help. Yeah, help. Just fear, I would think. Because of their foolishness. 
What I desire, what I want is more important than God. Well, it goes back to I want to get as close as I can to that line without yes. without crossing, without getting over it. And Especially only, if you grew up in a place like we did, yeah. to where you went to church, you, 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 your mama made you go, you, you showed up, you had a respect for church, but you didn't really understand what it was trying to do. And next thing you know, you find yourself in this place, and you're the one who's crying out, God, God, it, just get me through this. Yep. Just get me through this. That's right. Wisdom, wisdom, uh, knowledge is from God. In a, and there again, I, I, I keep going back because my brain just says, Richard Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Going to burn and die in hell. Richard Dawkins says that the world is billions of years old, billions upon billions of years old, that there can't be a creator. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's a fool. We is or was? That's what I'm sitting here trying to think. Anyways, uh, a fool. A fool. And not because he's dumb, not because he doesn't have a high IQ, but because he's in rebellion against God. And one day... Is. Is. Okay, that's what I was thinking. He's not a was yet. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. He's yeah. still alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was thinking he was dead. Oh, my bust. So, <laughs> whenever... I mean, if, if... So, in that case, we need to be praying for his salvation. But if he continues on the path that we have seen him go down... I mean, he dies. Mm-hmm. He burns in hell. The Bible says that one day, uh, every knee will bow. And at that point, can you imagine the, those who are being forced to bow down? Mm-hmm. They're screaming, I wish I had wisdom. I wish I had knowledge. I wish I hadn't ignored the crazy Bible thumper. I wish whatever. They didn't ignore it. They were hostile towards it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what that's one thing that trips me out. These people that claim atheism and evolution and all of these things. They are so hostile. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you you know God exists. You just hate him. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's true. And you're so full of pride that you can't admit it. There there's a certain there's a certain amount of um Everyone knows the truth of God. Now, that doesn't mean that they're running around going, oh, yeah, God's real, and I know it, and I'm just pretending that he doesn't exist. But when we um, sit here in these chairs and we think, uh, if we're not thinking, shoot, I hope I don't float away, it's because we believe in an orderly creation. Right. Not in a in a in a world that just happened to exist. When we talk about physics and science, that's because we live in an orderly creation, mm-hmm. not in a cosmic accident. And only the fool sees the the orderliness of creation, and then says, "Accident and chaos." That's Romans one eighteen. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who 
by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Suppress. That means they push it down. Yep. Which leads to them becoming hostile because they yeah. know that is the truth. Yeah. They know it. Yeah. Yeah. And we as Christians have a responsibility to these people to give them the gospel, to give them the gospel, to preach Jesus Christ to them. We have that responsibility. A lot of us don't like it. A lot of us don't want that responsibility. A lot of us says somebody else can do it. But the truth is, that's what he's given all of us, mm-hmm. who are his. Now, there again, it goes back to what you were saying. Are we wanting to serve or be served? Right. Most of us are wanting to be served. So those of us who are wanting to be served find ourselves in this awkward position of being told, here's what the Bible says. We want to believe the Bible because, you know, that's how we know God and tradition. But then we find ourselves not wanting to take those steps, not wanting to take those leaps, not wanting to uh, do whatever it takes, not sharing the gospel with someone in the grocery store, not sharing the gospel with somebody online, not sharing the gospel uh, wherever they are. And sharing the gospel isn't just God loves you. That's part of it. But it's also you're a sinner who have been, who's been living in rebellion against God. You have to turn from that sin and turn to Christ because Christ is the only person, the uh, only thing that can save you from your sin. He died on the cross so that we would not have to pay that sin. And, and he's taken that upon himself. For the one moment in history to where God, he remembers, he says, God, God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Because he's bearing our sin on his back. Out of love for us. I heard a, I heard a Christian. We were yet I, heard a, I heard a Christian pointing that out to a Muslim, and the Muslim fired back with a, well, how is that loving? It's loving because not only is God loving, God is just. What does he mean, how is that loving? So... If you if you don't look at the justice of God, you think, well, why doesn't God just let you into heaven anyway? Mm, why doesn't God just right. let you into heaven without having to kill Jesus on the cross? Because it's not just. Because it's not just. Yeah. And God is both just and loving. And wow. all of history points towards Christ, death on the cross. And yet we sit here and we have the audacity to whenever somebody from the pulpit or from somebody who challenges us says, why aren't we doing this? We go, well, I have work. Hmm. Sharing the gospel looks different for everybody. I know I've, I, we've, we've, we've gone from truth to proclaiming the truth, <laughs> <laughs> but chasing the truth to proclaiming it. But, it looks different from everybody. Yeah. My evangelism style isn't going to look the same to everyone as everyone else's. We've got a good buddy who does a fantastic job of going, hey, you know Jesus? What church you go to? And he just fires it at him, and and, and he is good at that. I am not as good at that. Um, I, on the other hand, am very good at saying, uh, being in a conversation with someone and slipping in my worldview and and pointing them towards Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Others have other ways, and so I don't want to ever just be like, "Your way's wrong. You need to do it my way." 
because their their feet, their hands, there's fingers, there's toes, there's noses, there's eyes. We're all part of the body. We do different things, all for the glory of God. The one thing we're not allowed to do for the glory of God is sit there and do nothing. Mm. And we take, you know, we're talking again about him serving us. He serves all of humanity. Yeah. Lost and saved alike. Yeah. And we've taken it for granted because we don't realize the significance of just us existing. Yeah. He sustains our life, whether you're lost or whether you're his. By you taking another breath of air, that's God's air you're breathing. That is a miracle within itself. He allowed that to happen, but yet he goes above and beyond. He gives us food, shelter, clothes us. Think of the time in which we live where we have indoor plumbing and heating and air conditioning. Yeah. We are blessed beyond measure. What? Yeah. And to act like he owes us anything. Absolutely. You know, and, and all right, so back to the chasing truth. You're talking about the us having uh, food and, mm-hmm. and all that. Throughout history, there have been people who starved to death. Sure. We have to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Why, I don't know. Right? I mean, honestly, all we know is God has allowed it for whatever reason, oh. sin. Why, why it happened, not why do we have to acknowledge it. No, no yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> And <laughs> it's a <laughs> we have to acknowledge it because of chasing truth. Yes, yes, but we I don't know why every person starves. Could it be foolishness? Absolutely. Could it be sinfulness? Absolutely. The big picture Could it is be, sin. Yeah, yeah. There's sin in the Ultimately, world. Ultimately, there's sin in the world. Therefore, things like that occur. Right. Now, we live in a time and age where there are the elite, we've got the most people on earth at one time than ever before. Mm-hmm. There are le- the the least amount of people are starving now than ever before. Okay. All right. Why? Big two two big things: factory farming and GMOs. What are GMOs? Uh, genetically modified organisms maybe okay i don't know what that is genetically modified something basically vegetables that have scientists have gone in and messed with the, the dna now okay let, let chasing after truth mm-hmm. can we say that these things have um negative consequences absolutely we can say that these things have negative consequences all right can we say that they have no Positive consequences. No, we can't. We can't say that. Right. They have a positive consequence. Now we have to, in truth, weigh out the negative and the positive. Right? Okay. We have to weigh out the negative and the positive. My mind says, and this is me chasing after truth, so if you disagree disagree i have no problem with you disagreeing if you want to 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 comment to us in facebook after listening to this go ahead but my mind says that uh people who eat gmo food may die five years earlier now i don't know what the actual statistics of that i'm just making the five-year thing up okay but say it, it kills people on average five years faster compared to the amount of people who aren't starving and get to live 
30, 40 years longer. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. Right. Let's weigh these things out. Let's, Let's weigh these things out. Now, that being said, as we develop, God has allowed us through his truth and through Christians and people who live through the Christian worldview who aren't Christian, right? And what I mean by that is they're, they assume that we're not going to float off into space because there is a creation that has order. Mm-hmm. Um, that life has meaning, mm-hmm. right? Black lives matter. Yes, they do. Right. Yes, they do. The communists actually say no lives matter. And That's these true. and the people who are chanting that are communists versus the Christian who says all lives matter because we're all made in the image of God, Amen. no matter what your race or color or, or, or whatever. So we're the ones who get to say that in, in, in being transparent. They're living a lie, mm. right? Now, that's what I mean by they're they're living off of the Christian worldview. Right. They, they're not they're not pro Christian. They're not they're not. But they 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 know that life has value because God has shown that to them, even though that their worldview rejects it. Okay. And that and that that can spider a thousand different places, but that that's sure. probably the most sure. main one for now. People people are starting to have smaller farms, so. Instead of having these mega hog farms and mega uh, 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 vegetable farms and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, you're starting to see people, you know, planting localized. And I, I my personal belief is that lo- localized is going to be the solution to, to a lot of our issues that we have today. Gotcha. Now, I may be wrong okay. because as much as I'm chasing truth, I, d- I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm not God. I'm chasing after God, but I'm not God, right? right so right. I still have a lot of blind spots. That's why I said I don't mind you arguing with me about the GMO and hot and and and, and factory farming and that kind of thing, because I, I may be ignorant about something, right? right? And that being said, we're starting to see people who are uh, homesteading more. Mm-hmm. Who are it's becoming popular? Yeah, and, and trying to create uh, smaller realms of government. Yep. Now, why do I like that? Because I understand the Bible has has set up several realm, realms of government, and so as long as we obey those realms of government, life is easier. Life is better for us. Mm-hmm. And the first realm of government is, uh, well, let me let me phrase this. I'm going to start with the smallest. You have self government, right? Which means you govern yourself according to uh, what you believe is right. Now, as Christians, we govern ourselves by the standards and principles that are given to us in Scripture. Right? Then you have family government. The first institution, the family. Yeah. And the family is governed by the Father. As laid out by Scripture. As laid out by Scripture. That's wisdom. Apply. Men, I'm going to go ahead and tell you something, and I hope we don't lose any women listeners because of this. But I'm going to I'm going to tell the truth. Do not let your wife run your household. Do not let her be responsible for things that you're going to be responsible for. Do not throw her under the bus 
You are responsible, not just to make an income, but to train up your children. Not just to make an income, but to love your wife. That's right. Not just to, to make money. We, that's what we think looking out for your family is just making money. Just providing. It means, yeah. well, that's, you know. That's Having the, family that's worship. Leading your family in the reading, prayer, and teaching of God's word. That's providing for your family. Yes. Yes. And so uh, women, you know, teach your children. Love your husband. Respect your husband. That's the big one. You know, have work in a way that God has established a family. Now, that is the, the first institution. That is the, the outside of governing oneself. That is the next thing. The next, After that, you've got the governing of church. Mm-hmm. And church does have the right to govern somewhat over you. It does. Now, what can't church do? Well, church can't tell the government what to do, and church can't tell you what to do in your home, mm-hmm. right, in the sense of um, how many kids to have, right. right? So the church can't go to the government and say, look, um, I'm dictating to you what laws to make. And the church can't go to the family and say, this is how many children I want you to have, mm. right? So let, I'm, I'm going to redo this this analogy. The church can't go to the home and to someone's home and say, "You need to have X amount of children," and then we can't go to the government and say, uh, "You need to make laws to tell people to have X amount of children." Right, right. But what we can do is we can preach God's word and say that having children is a good, godly thing to do. That we are to be fruitful and multiplied. That that having children is um is a joy. Mm-hmm. Right, a man with a full quiver. Um, oh, now I'm forgetting the the quote, but regardless, uh, it's it's a joy, it's a good thing. The church can promote that both in the family and in the government. The church can be pushing towards things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the church can look at the government and say, abortion is sin; it needs to be abolished. The church can do that, right? But what the church can't do is go in there and say, we're dictating to you what to do. Yeah. What we can do is say, you need to repent. You need to repent of what you're doing. You need to turn from what you're doing and start making laws that bring glory to God and remove laws that do not bring glory to God. Yeah, yeah. The church does that. Um, the government. So we have, in here in America, we have several different stages of government you have a city government a county government you have a state government and you have a federal government right now the federal government has way too much power yes it does and the state government obviously has too much power because they're the ones who are trying to tell the church to shut down and so everybody's trying to step into each other's realms or the government's trying to uh in fact i'm not even wanting to call it the government the state See, it's hard because we have states. Uh-huh. So when you say the state government, you're, you're thinking North Carolina, not federal. The federal. Mm-hmm. But the federal government, maybe I'll say that, the federal government um, and the state government are trying to overstep their bounds into the church and into the family. We have already given ourselves up to allowing the government, the, the, the federal 
the government institution. Mm-hmm. Christ is the government. Christ is king of all of it. Everything. And so uh, we've already given the families and, and individual rights up to the 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 the, the system government. Uh-huh. And now we're trying to do the same thing with the church. We're trying to say the 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 organization that we call government is sovereign and it is not and it is not that's truth that's truth and we get that from the bible it was never designed to be sovereign no 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 no. especially here right especially here now god whenever israel asked for a king they were like hey you know uh i think it was samuel was the prophet that said hey uh, he's going to charge, the king's going to charge you 10% in taxes. Now, why was that a big deal? Because 10% of your money was supposed to go to the church right. or the temple, I mean, yeah. the, the religious. And so now if you're paying that much or more to the government, who's your God? Who's your God? Mm. Right. Now, obviously, you have to pay taxes or they come in and knock down the door and, and, and threaten to kill you, all right, well, or at least throw you in jail. Yeah, there's, maybe that's a little more realistic. But if you resisted at all, right? Mm. I mean, they come in with the guns. The guns aren't just there for looks. No. And we, we have to, and, and, and government is good, right? Government is, it, we see that um, government is good for uh, punishing the evil right, and rewarding good. There is a purpose and place for government, which is good for us. God has developed that. and ha- But our government has overstepped those bounds to where it has really wrecked the family, and now it's trying to wreck the church. Yeah. And, and it... And a lot of a lot of pastors are allowing it to wreck the church because they've already seen where it's wrecked the family, and they say, "Well, isn't this what they're supposed to do?" Ooh. If I allow them to, you know, to do this in the family, why why can't I let them do that in the church? Wow. And and and, and that's that's the truth that that is occurring right now. And so I I know we're jumping. From yeah. from trying to explain truth to to proclaiming the truth, but um, uh, take the vaccine, right? Mm. Take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. I've I've always been very libertarian about this point. Um, look at the 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 consequences of it. Weigh it for yourself. And 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 make that decision. At no point should the government be trying to get you to take that vaccine. Exactly. That's At a no red flag. point should the government be forcing you or even trying to encourage you to take the vaccine. It I, should be I, I available. Just, it should be available. Um, uh, if anything, if it's that big of a health crisis, which I don't believe it is that big of a health crisis, but it, if, if it is... Then the government, if they want to, uh, and see, I have to think about this. I'm, I'm going to say something, but I'm not going to stand firm on this statement, okay? Go ahead. Because, um, yeah, just because I, I'm not well studied on this and, and, and could take some, uh, I could take some 
some notes on this probably, but mm-hmm. uh, the government, if it's that big of a health crisis, should be able to make it available to people. But you can't force people into taking a vaccine. Yeah. You can't force people to stop having church. You can't force people to not be able to proclaim the gospel in school. But yet, these are all things that our government has either done or trying to do. What was the guy in New York, was it Cuomo, who said yeah, Cuomo. if, uh, if uh, you got some people, some neighbors, some friends that are unwilling, load them up in your car and take them to go get that vaccine. Yeah, yeah. I, what? A bunga bunga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm about to be looking over my shoulder for somebody with a club. <laughs> I've come to chew bubble gum and give vaccines, and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh i just yeah it it is it is a mess but let let me explain something real quick why it's such a mess why we're in the shape we're in everybody admits that we're in bad shape everybody admits that we're in bad shape but let me explain to you why we're in bad shape because we have lost the wisdom and knowledge of god and decided to chase and do what we found to be right in our own hearts and minds. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of God for the images resembling mortal man and birds and animals. And I'm so glad you have that there. I mean, it's all eat up right here. Just Romans 1 all day. Yeah. yeah. You look at the news and then read Romans 1. Yeah. yeah. There's your explanation. We, we have forsaken the wisdom of God. Therefore, and and ultimately that means we have forsaken God. Amen. And therefore, we find ourselves a bunch of fools. We have found ourselves a bunch of fools. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably a good place to start wrapping up. Um, Have we got any new? No? No. Come on, guys. No new likes. Come on, man. All right. Well, speaking of truth, we're headed to a con... A conference that is truth. That is true. That's not a lie. And, <laughs> and we're wanting to go to two conferences this year, or we are going to two conferences this year. Um, uh, Fight, Laugh, Feast, and that is um, Politics of Sex. Yep, the Politics of Sex. And it's not vulgar sex. Um, they've had to clarify that. <laughs> I heard them do that several times. Um, but we're wanting to go to. Uh, we're going to that. We have a booth. We are set up. We are official. We're going. Um, we have picked up some extra equipment to so that we can do interviews and that kind of thing. And so we are ready to go. We um, still have a couple more things. We'd like to maybe try to get some merch. Um, we'd like to try to get um, maybe one more piece of equipment. Yeah, maybe one more piece. It, it's it's well. A soundboard, a soundboard. It's a little more expensive, but and we don't absolutely need it. So we're not. That's one of those things where we're kind of uh, maybe, maybe not. We're kind of been batting it back and forth, but uh, it it would make the the interview process a little bit easier. Um, and since we'll be we'll be interviewing, 
I don't want to say we will be interviewing. We may have the chance to interview people like Vody Bockham, um, the guy who created Earthworm Jim. If Dr. anybody Dr. remembers Earthworm Jim, man, that that's that's <laughs> I loved that game. Um, Doug Wilson, uh, some of the cross uh, politic guys. guys. So we're gonna have a chance to um, should have a chance to interview a, a handful of these people and um, really dig kind of deeper into some of the topics in which they'll be talking about. Hopefully, we can get into uh, some other things as well. But so. That's what uh, – maybe we'll get another – we should be able to get another shot at Darren Doan. We should be able to. So, there's, if you enjoyed the Darren Doan podcast from about a year ago, we're, we're going to try it again. Um, so, that it's that kind of a thing. We're going to have the chance. Um, we have we, – we've still got to get a couple more things set up for that. G3 is – that the Fight Laugh Feast is when? September 9th through 11th. So um, we'll that's a Thursday through a Saturday. Yep. We'll be getting into Tennessee or that area uh, that Wednesday and leaving that Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, then, same thing is basically true for G3, which is, what date is G3? It's a, September 30th through August, uh, October 2nd. I, I believe that's right. I believe that's right. So, um there's a couple things we're, we're gonna we're gonna try to meet people. We've got to. This is one thing we love y'all, our audience, because y'all have allowed us to meet and get to know people that we would not have gotten to meet Amen. without the podcast. And it has been incredibly enjoyable, uh, just to do that. Mm. Um, it's also been incredibly enjoyable getting to uh, to know y'all. There's been a handful of y'all who've reached out and just talked to us, and we've absolutely enjoyed that that's been really cool. um uh and so. and yeah so we want to continue that we want to grow this we want we want to be able to to get to know more people to be able to serve you um hopefully we serve you hopefully we're not just simply entertaining but even that's a service to a certain extent but to get you to think uh biblically maybe maybe just challenge you uh i don't know about some people don't like to be challenged, but but it is good to be challenged in the way that we think, even if you don't agree with us. And and we've had people who don't agree with us. I mean, we love you still. We love you maybe even more because it's given us that kind of back and forth. Yeah. Um. There again, uh, we got several conferences coming up. We need to pay for lodging. We need to pay for gas and food and that yeah, kind so, of thing. So far, we're just going. We won't be eating or having anywhere to sleep, <laughs> but we will be there. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, so far we've paid for the tickets to everything yeah. on our own dime. Um, we have uh, uh, the equipment that the equipment that we have invested in so that we can do this. Has mm -hmm. been, in fact, we're talking on the new microphones now. We had to get two new microphones. Um, we only had two microphones. Um, we had borrowed microphones if we if we needed more microphones. Right. And so, but now we have four microphones. Thank God. Right? That's right. And, uh, you know, it, it's just things like that. There again, we'd love to have some merch to be able to take up there. Right now, we plan on having some business cards and maybe just a couple things that we've built. Like the, the, uh, sh um, the che board. Yes, the cheese and ham board. We might set up one of them ham and cheese boards with our cards and everything Son, on you it. you a preacher. you got to learn how to say these big words. I, I can't say that one, man. Charcuterie. I, I can, but because of that, that 
thick R and accent that I got, man. It just it doesn't sound right. It's embarrassing to say it. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, another thing is uh, we pay ourselves um, for the work that we do, uh, and and uh, we'd like to we'd like to be able to get some money that week. Um, which may God may do. I mean, we, we just don't know. That's the big thing. We just don't know. And we've been mentioning these conferences coming up and, and trying to serve and get the gospel out and trying to, uh, meet and network and that kind of thing. And y'all have allowed us to be able to do that. We thank you, uh, just, just out of your moral support and listening, like it, it, it's given us the, the motivation to go for and do do these things. That being said, if anyone wants to help uh, financially support us, financially support us, you can send us money on what they call the Cash App. And um, as far as I know, it's perfectly safe. Yeah. I've been using it for the business for a little while, and it's pretty popular too. Yeah, I think a lot of people have it. So that being said. You can reach us at the uh, money sign, Bigfoot, capital B, Bigfoot, capital H, capital I, lowercase s. Now, what that is, is that's Bigfoot Home Improvements, okay? We are just, we're not a LLC, we're not a, um, a non-profit. We're just two guys who are sitting here. We, we have this business together that where we do handyman work and a handful of other things. But uh, we also uh, do this podcast. And to be honest, it's it's Bigfoot Home Improvements who allows us to be able to do this in, in, in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, That's true. So uh, when you send money to us, it'll go through money sign. Bigfoot Home uh, H-I-S, capital B, capital H, capital I. And we'll we'll also we'll we'll ta- we'll um put that on the the podcast information. In the description. In the description. We'll put it on the website. Um if you're not comfortable with Cash App, private messages, get up with us somehow, and we'll uh hook you up with the PayPal, a way to to, to help us on PayPal. Uh, cash app's just really simple to use. I like it a lot. Um, I don't, I don't like, I, I, I really do. I like I'm, I'm over here. I'm like, <sighs> and that'll get you a shout out too. Yeah. That'll get you a shout out. Maybe. And, and if we're able to get merch, if we're able to get merch, we'll try. Um, and when we say merch hats and stickers is what we're thinking about mm-hmm. hats and stickers. We'll send people hats and stickers. Yeah. Um, we'll send you hats and stickers because you're the reason we're able to do that. If we're not able to get hats and stickers, I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> we'll try. We'll we'll try to be we'll even more you, entertaining than what we already are. I we'll guess. write your name down, and if we can ever make it, we'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We ain't gonna leave nobody hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, we we we've already had some guys help us out mm-hmm. without yeah. this and. And uh, uh, I'm debating on just calling them out by name right now. Well, okay. So um, 
Mr. Gus uh-huh. gave us that 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 banner. That's right. That goes across the back. It's going to look nice. We've got it in the corner right now. Um, it, it looks fantastic. Did we ever get a picture of it and put it on Facebook or anything? I don't think we did. We need not, to. Not with it set up and everything. I got you. So, uh, and Curry Wells has helped us out, and so we appreciate that. Um, and and look, guys, I, I don't. We don't want to beg. We don't want to plead. Um, but if you are interested, just let us know. Hook us up, and we'll do our best to try to 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 let you know how much we appreciate it. Because we do. We appreciate because we you. really do. We really do. And um, every I, I, I'll 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 put it to you like this as well. Whatever is donated, or, or I shouldn't say donate. Whatever is given to us, um, will go to uh, the conference stuff. And if from some freak reason we wound up getting more than we need, we will be using it to promote and push the podcast to grow it. Uh, we will not put it in our pockets. We will not, um, you know, try to try to live off of it, so to speak. It will be given directly to the podcast and for um, growing and, and making it a better podcast. So we want to thank y'all for what you've already done and for getting us this far and for um, just hollering at us. Every now and again, somebody holler at us, man. We love it. So uh, is there anything else? I think you got all the bases covered. All right, well... That being said, how can people find us? All right, my time to shine. You can find us by hitting us up on our website. In case you don't know, that is www.bigfootrevival.com. Head on over there and listen to all of our old podcasts, read some of them blogs, check out the gallery, as well as scroll on down. You can find a link to our store with our handmade products from our big steel wooden shook wooden steel shop on that's Etsy. right there that's we right. go i said it and i want to i, I want to put out there too check out the blogs we have uh the swamp ape is writing blogs um that's a florida bigfoot that's a florida bigfoot and he does a fantastic we have some other people who say they're writing blogs for us but we haven't seen anything recently so we're not going to shout them out Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp. So, hey, find links to all of our social medias over there, too, and share the show. Thanks, guys. And remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yeti. What up? We out, son. Deuces.